Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do to show up a jerk who thinks they own the sidewalk? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, a story from Black Handkerchief. Solar Installer got tired of me being frustrated with them. Back at the start of this year, I decided to get solar panels after putting it off for a few years, since several solar companies kept giving me bad vibes due to being too pushy. I ended up with my choice through my bank, which I've always had a good customer-focused experience with. Unfortunately, it started off badly. The customer service liaison was either way too busy or just didn't care much. I ended up getting COVID right as I got a hold of him, so some video he needed to decide how cabling could be run, indoors through stairwells together with other wiring as I wanted versus the front of the house, literally took everything from me as I was being rushed because if I accepted quickly still, they'd install it before the summer which would have been great given the rising energy prices. Alas, I accepted, and they had no installer time slots left. So I patiently waited while feeling frustrated until late August. Summer was gone, but it was my turn at last. This came with a replacement for a different brand of inverters, the stated reason being that there was a defect with the old ones. But when I asked their customer service for more information, they said it was because they ran out. So I felt lied to and more distrustful by the minute. But eventually they convinced me the original excuse was technically correct because that's what they discovered earlier this year. While I wasn't very happy about the entire situation, spelunking through some solar communities seemed to confirm that, based on the somewhat contrary specs shown on the few different brochures I'd been sent, this different brand of solar and inverters were indeed okay products. First came a subcontractor to modernize my fuse box because my old one wasn't suitable for solar. Swell dudes, I had my best experience with them. The trainee ended up hammering the paint off my wall because apparently the original builders back in the 80s decided to save some space and not include a backing plate. But they ran off to buy some drywall and fixed it up neatly, save for the paint. And I couldn't blame them for what was a pretty unique circumstance, unique to my residence. Several days later come the actual contractors that install the actual solar panels and system. Polish guys, nice guys, but I got very frustrated with them really quick early on for two reasons that are not the language barrier. The first is that I apparently needed to have a certain amount of roof tiles ready in reserve. That was news to me. My contact liaison never told me that. They threatened to leave and come another day, which I wasn't happy about because I refused to be put on hold until whatever the heck they'd have time again. But I was thankfully able to get my neighbor to come home so I could use his roof tiles since I couldn't find my own in that unexpected rush. Later that day, I managed to find my own roof tiles, as well as got their customer service to send me the service terms that their website didn't have available for download. So it was no wonder that I didn't see this request anywhere beforehand, but I digress. 
Secondly, the leading guy was very insistent on running the power line across the front facade. It's easier for us, but that is ugly as heck. Since both my direct neighbors had their own solar installed, one over a year ago, the other just two weeks earlier, without any such ugly cabling on the facade, I demanded they do it through the inside. Since it was clearly possible, I could tell them exactly where to run it through the inside, parallel to some heating pipes, all these houses in a corner in the room right above the fuse box. I even went to verify with my neighbors on the day to show them screenshots. But okay, I finally convinced that guy, after I had to manually remove some panels from my attic because they refused to touch those and needed to see what was going on behind them. The fact that I could understand their limitations did not preclude me from being very upset with the accumulating nonsense, but the final frustration of that particular appointment was that my setup to be, four panels on either side of my east-slash-west facing roof, requiring one inverter for each side, couldn't complete its installation because they only brought a single inverter. So, for the other four solar panels, which were also a different model than I ordered, although apparently was slightly better going by the wattage rating, couldn't be mounted because the inverter had to be installed underneath. So now I had expensive solar panels sitting in my backyard, stormy weather, and a promise that they'd come by the next week to finish the installation. The Polish guy requested that I please not call the company because of the trouble with installing, and I decided I'd give these guys the benefit of the doubt. By the time 14 days had passed, I called customer service because I felt forgotten about. They plan in a new appointment. The next day, I go over to somebody's to hang out and stay like till 8pm. At which point I see I had a bunch of missed calls from a Polish number, as well as my neighbor trying to reach me for what turned out to be them suddenly rocking up to finish the installation. Being one of those people who actually puts his phone on silent and doesn't look at it while socializing, I lost my one opportunity to get it done quickly. (sighs) On the last day of September, the new installer agreed date happens and everything finally gets installed and is shown to work. The end, right? And then he lived happily ever after. As the performance readouts are done through a cloud-based system, the Polish contractors had created me an account for this monitoring system that wasn't technically correct as several things were wrong with it. I didn't even get a chance to mail them about those issues before I got an email the very next day giving me a new set of logins with a far uglier username, but I digress, that replaced the previous account. Some of the mistakes were fixed. The one that wasn't is what this entire post is about. I emailed my customer liaison to explain that the physical map of my setup was incorrect and that I'd like it fixed and how I'd like it fixed for future reference. I also discuss another technical issue that pisses me off and I want it fixed, but I'm omitting that from this post because it's enough of a long mess as it is. Even though they keep mishandling their responses to that one equally as much as this post's topic. 10 days passed, no response. I wasn't too surprised, although their help desk kept asking me to please contact the customer liaison instead of calling them each time I called for actual answers during all the chaos described up above. I already knew this guy was either overwhelmed by or outright unsuitable for his job. Then I received the final bill with payment instructions. So I decided to respond to their financial department with a copy of my original email and saying that I'm not paying until all the details are correct. 
there's 14 days time to pay anyways and given their performance so far, I feel like the financial carrot will actually get them to listen. I finally get an answer to my email the next day. What a surprise! The technician insists it's already correct and includes a clarification of the setup. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com which I've annotated with all other information regarding my setup for clarity in this tale. I repeat my arguments, request and instructions, which is basically compass points north, but my solar panels, like my house, face east and west. I want them to either fix the compass north to point left, or rotate all the panels to the right, resulting in two different columns instead of two rows. Being rather frustrated at this point, I also asked if I was speaking in tongues because I didn't think that I was that bad at communicating my needs and desires, and I felt that their company was utterly sucking when it came to communicating with me. Yes, at this point I was treating the company, and by proxy the technician, like a five-year-old who needed me to spell out exactly what he needed to do, because he clearly had trouble understanding my previous email despite its five-line simplicity. The week passes, I guess expediency disappeared again, but I do get an answer. Solar panels rotated 90 degrees to the right, including the text and present readouts themselves. At this point, I facepalmed so hard. Yeah, I kind of deserved that. He literally did as I suggested to rotate by 90 degrees, but it's obviously not what I meant. I didn't even know the texts could be rotated too. I complimented him on his malicious compliance, told him he made me smile and asked him to fix it properly. He'd also sent me a video in regards to my other issue that I've omitted, and that one didn't address my issue either. So yeah, so many days and emails gone by, and we're still at an 0-2 success rate in regards to solving problems. But I said I'd pay because, fine, he made me smile. Well, that end, I just didn't want the legal nonsense of being late for paying. Since the system as a whole was operational, and these remaining issues are unlikely to be fair to withhold payment over, yet another few days later and I have a gem together with an apology that he's not very familiar with this system. No crap. Throughout my many interactions I've already realized their various documentations don't include references to this brand I'd installed whatsoever. My building and house aren't perfectly north and south aligned according to Google Maps, So I guess he's right to slant it, but if I use Google Maps as my indicator, the real slant is probably midway between a true vertical line and what he produced for me. Meanwhile, for my other undiscussed issue, he now gave me credentials to a special installer account to use with an installer app that, thankfully for operational security, seems to be limited to a test site that can't access the data from my own account. So God knows what use that's going to be for me. 
I've got a distinct sense that he just wants to be rid of me by offering me direct access to the back-end stuff, which isn't direct access. My apologies on how long this post ended up. This was apparently one of those rants that I've been sitting on for the past few months. More than necessarily malicious compliance, I see this as like OP just venting their frustrations. I mean, let's be fair, if any of us tries to make some big change to their house, most of us are probably going to feel pretty winded and stressed if this is like an ongoing multi-month thing. The details are never right, you have to keep petitioning for things to be done in a nice proper way. I definitely don't blame OP for being exhausted, it just especially sucks to realize you demanded something that they gave you, and to be fair, you were wrong to begin with to demand that, which is directly what caused the screw up on the orientation of some of these panels. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is from Micro Child. Thanks for telling me what to do with my clothes. So, I recently went on a trip to the States. I'm from Latin America, and it's kind of a famous family trip to go to Florida, to cities such as Orlando and Miami to buy things cheaper in outlets, retail shops, and thrift shops. On to the story, my family and I were on a retail shop, one of those amazingly big ones. I picked a lot of things, I can't lie. After I tried on most of them in the dressing rooms, I took them all outside with me and told the lady at the front of these rooms that I'd be talking and seeing with my mom which things I'd actually buy. She then told me that all the other clothes I wouldn't be using and taking with me, I could return them to the place she was at in the moment the front desk of the dressing rooms, and that she would return them to their respective place. Lo and behold, I checked which things I'd be buying and returned to this place. However, this kind lady from before was gone, and instead there was this other Latina with a freaking attitude. I mentioned she was Latina because I've kind of realized on the trips I've made to the USA, and through what other Latinos from there have told me, that Latin American people who live there are quite competitive with each other, and don't really help one another out. It's even clearer if you're not a resident and just visiting. They look at you like they're almighty and have achieved the American dream because they somehow got a resident visa, or at least got away with being illegals. Back to the story, I came back to the dressing rooms with about 10 clothing items, all organized with their hangers and blah blah blah. As I mentioned, this place was one of those humongously big stores. Thus, I didn't really remember from where I'd taken all the items, and I'd rather take them back to the fitting rooms, so these people who actually know where I got them from could return them to their places, instead of leaving them anywhere. When I get back there, I mention to the new lady what the one from before had told me about returning the clothes there. She gives me a once-over while scowling at me and says, Do you know how dressing rooms work? I was honestly confused because, I mean... Yeah, I do. Then she proceeded to downsplain quite condescendingly how a dressing room worked. She said, So when you buy clothes and want to know if they fit you, you come to the dressing rooms, you see if things fit you, and if not, then when you're going out, you give them to me and I return them to their place. If not, then those clothes are your responsibility. I was mad. I mean, what's the purpose of being rude? I smiled at her then and asked, can I try them on then, since that's how this place works? The expression on her face was amazing. Of course, she couldn't say no to that, so I go inside with my clothes, and I'm back outside in less than five seconds. I simply tell her, I didn't really like anything, guess you'll have to put them back. 
It kind of makes me wonder if you're at some kind of store and you grab a bunch of clothes to try on and you realize there's a lot of things you don't actually want. Should it be your responsibility to go and put all of these things back? Or is it ethical just to drop them all off there at the changing room station for them to figure out later? I know at least for myself, I obviously wouldn't want to have to go put them all back myself. And I imagine if you have customers try to do that, a lot of things probably won't make it back where they're supposed to go. So maybe it's for the best. That said, our final story of the day is from Bex K. Don't want me to ride on the pavement? Okay. This happened many years ago in Europe where pavement is very common. Also, most but not all streets have a bike lane. The law states that only children are allowed to ride their bicycles on the pavement. As a grown-up, you have to use the bike lane if there is one, or the street if there's no bike lane present. And of course, you have to ride on the correct side of the street. I was a somewhat lazy teenager. Even though I was using my bicycle every day whenever I needed to go anywhere, I wasn't very fond of abiding to the rules of the law. I used the pavement, rode the wrong way, even in one-way streets, and so on, but never to annoy or endanger anyone. To the story, I was riding my bicycle on the pavement because it was shorter this way, so this guy's turning around the corner and suddenly walking towards me. I'm still quite far away. Clearly, he didn't like me riding my bike on the pavement. He didn't say anything, but he lifted his arms with which he carried the groceries, just to look bigger and take more room, trying to force me to use the street. There would have been enough room for the both of us, but he wasn't going to let me pass easily. I get it, I was doing something that isn't allowed. Cue malicious compliance. I hopped off my bicycle and pushed it, which is totally legal to do. But now I'm walking next to my bicycle, and all of a sudden, there isn't enough room to pass each other easily. He was even more annoyed as he had to sway to walk past me. Apparently in a lot of these places, the age limit is like up to 10 or 12, under that you can ride on the pavement. Just in case anybody was wondering, well, wasn't a teen young enough to do so if it was kids only? Although I think it's easy to empathize with OP, I would hope most of us can agree that OP I think was literally breaking the law. I could imagine in a place that has a lot of foot traffic, you'd get pretty sick of people using the pavement for the bicycles. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.